It's time for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. Now, from Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, and Belmont, California, here is Maggie and Matthew Paveo. All right, everybody, we are back. Welcome from the West Coast and the East Coast. Maggie, how are you doing as we start another season of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football? How, Maggie, how are you doing? I'm okay. How's the weather? It's really sticky. Ah, beautiful yeah. East Coast, East Coast summer. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about because we, have, we, we were going to do two an episode before this one, but one of us, me, happened to get COVID and had to slow us all down. So here we go, starting off. Let's just start off where we're going to do. Let's just look at the schedule. Notre Dame has a really talented team. Their schedule seems to play out pre- pretty well. What do you think? What, what do you think the hardest game? We're just going to jump right in. So what do you think the hardest game is going to be for Notre Dame this year, Maggie? I mean, it's really hard to overlook the game that's right in front of us at Ohio State. Right. It's the first real test for Marcus Freeman and also I would say Tyler Buckner um, and a lot of other players, but those main two, um, it'll kind of set the tone for our season. So I'm oh, a little sure. worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get, we're, we're definitely going to get into that in a minute. How about, how about we just skip over Ohio state and go to another game that you're excited about? Is there another or hard game that you think that, that we're going to get into? What's, what's the next hardest game? Cause obviously I guess Ohio state is the hardest. What's the, the next hardest. Well, I'm so I was thinking probably USC, because oh okay i mean last game of the season so the complete opposite of ohio state we'll know where our team is at that point right right um but as of right now i don't know what usc is going to look like it could either be like this power team with like lincoln riley and caleb williams and a bunch Uh of other transfers but it could also be like a complete flop yeah so jordan addison and all that yeah yeah right I'm, i'm with you that's really a good point that it's kind of the bookends of the season um, the one I was looking at is Clemson. I, I just, but we don't know what Clemson is going to be. I think they're a very talented team. They got a really good front uh, defensive line. They have, you know, it, it all um, depends on uh, Uyangale, how he plays, and um, and maybe the running back, um, your favorite guy. His name escapes me right now. Oh uh, yes, uh, former Notre Dame recruit who went to Clemson. Uh, what's his name, Maggie? Do you remember? Will Shipley. Will Shipley. Thank you, Will Shipley. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what Clemson looks like this year. A lot of people are kind of expecting a bounce back. I had looked at something on ESPN that said, even if Notre Dame loses to Ohio State and then wins out, which is a big ask, um, they have a 95% chance of making the playoffs. So, um, you know, that, that's, that shows you that there are big games all over this schedule. And what's the one you're looking forward to the most? Is it the USC game? I mean, so when I was thinking about this, I put down Cal. Of course. Because we will be we will, going to that we game. We will be at the Cal game this year. Yes, everybody. We will be broadcasting live from South Bend. Well, not live, but we'll be broadcasting from South Bend uh, for that game. Cal, um, September 17th. Yes. But otherwise, I would say actually Clemson, just because yeah. I, tears were shed in 2020. <laughs> And I'm, hope, I'm hoping that the same thing will happen this year, but like still for a good reason. I am a, I am in total agreement with you. I'm probably well, I'm very excited about this game this weekend. I'm going to be way more excited probably even for the Clemson game. I hope because I hope at that point 
we're either undefeated or a one loss team. And that would just be, that'll be make or break the season, the Clemson game. And I think we definitely will have a shot versus Clemson um, at home and, and just kind of where they're at. So I'm really excited for that game as well. And the Cal game, just because we'll be there rooting them on. And actually looking again at Notre Dame's schedule, it's actually the easiest game I think on Notre Dame's schedule. So, um, or the one they're most predicted to win. So anyway, exciting, exciting season. It's a great schedule. I, I was really happy with all the games to see. And, and again, you're exactly right. Bookend at the very end of the season, USC, who knows what they're going to be. Still don't have much of an offensive line, so we'll see. Breakout players. Let's talk about who you, you know, we've been kind of looking at the spring practices, watching some, or summer practices, watching the videos and things like that. Who, who do you think is going to be a breakout? Let's start on the offensive side of the ball. Who's going to be the real breakout player for you? Who do you, who do you, who do you impress with? So I, I'm thinking two people. One, okay. we have, so we have some position battles going on. So running back, I know right. right now they have the starter as Tyree, but I don't think that was like officially said. I think that was just for depth chart. Mm-hmm. for this week so i'm saying audric estime mm-hmm. because he showed glimpses at the end of last season and i just feel like yes Diggs and tyree are also very valuable but right. audric estime is just a different kind of running back he's you're more picking... like strong yeah you're picking my guy sorry I believe this Ugh, now i have to rethink it all right but you said in a classic maggie form you said two so who is he <laughs> We asked for one. Maggie gives you two. So who well, you is said it's breakout players. Oh, okay, okay, all right. I give it to you. I was looking for one player, but go ahead. Give me. Another Do you want to go just in case? I'm going to say another no. person you're thinking. Go of. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so another battle I think is wide receiver because now Avery Davis is out. So I'm bringing in someone who is very familiar to this podcast, and that's Braden <laughs> Lindsay. This is the year. This is his time. <laughs> I don't know. He's going to have this great breakout season. He's going to be wide yeah. receiver one. Right, and he's going to end by being like a t- a third, second, third round pick. I'm not going okay. first because that's just crazy. Second or third. All right. Um, okay. So since we can name multiple players, since I put players, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. I am. I was going to go Andre Gessner, but and I hope he. I hope he breaks out. I, I would love to see him. Um, I'm going to go with Chris Tyree. I'll go with Chris Tyree. I think the running backs are going to be the surprise uh, group this year, um, and I'm going to go with Blake Fisher. Um, because in what I've seen, he just looks even more dominant than before. I think he rises to that elite offensive line position, that left tackle. He'll be elite. And if I wanted to throw one more in, I'd throw in Tyler Buckner, just because I think this is the – I think by the end, even though this morning um, on his show, David Pollock pronounced his name wrong, called him Buchanan or something like that. By the end of this week, I think everybody will know Tyler Buckner's name. And as a Notre Dame quarterback, that means something. I think Buckner actually could throw himself in the Heisman race – if he, after this week, I mean, I think we could be really, really impressed. Uh, so, um, and, and I think that's because of a lot of things. I think it's because he's a very talented player, but I also think our offensive line is going to be great. Um, I think our position players are better. Um, and I just think he has a lot of talent around him. I think Tyler Buckner is another one to watch. All right. How about on the defensive side of the ball? I think we're going to be in agreement on this one too, but go ahead. I picked one person. Yeah. I'm gonna to pick you know. one. I think I'm going to pick one person also, but go ahead. Well, no, I know who you're picking, so I picked someone. Oh, oh, okay. We already talked about this. Go ahead. Yeah. Brandon Joseph. Ah, yeah. I was almost saying him too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just looking for the next Kyle (laughs) Hamilton, but that is, that is a a spot that needs to be filled. Right. And, you know, he has experience at Northwestern. He has experience against Ohio State specifically. Right. Um, He was an All-American. He's predicted to be a first round draft pick. Right. So, I mean, is it really a breakout? I don't know. But a breakout as a Notre Dame player, I guess. All right. All right. Um, 
Uh, my my uh, breakout defense player is Cam Hart, and I and we've talked about this before. I think Cam Hart has a great great opportunity to be a first round. I, although we did see him right this week, uh, somebody put out that he was a, a first round draft pick. Uh, was that ESPN? One of them. Um, he has he has opportunity against Injigma uh, this week uh, for Ohio State to shut him down. He has uh, Addison at the end of the season to shut down. I'm sure Clemson has some great wide receivers that I can't name. And throughout the season, Cam Hart could be the – he has all the tools to be an elite, elite defensive back. Um, the only problem is maybe the other side is not as elite, and so they might be picking on – he might not get a lot of throws to his side, so, you know, which is good and bad, you know, so he doesn't have opportunities to make plays. But we'll see. Cam Hart's my guy uh, to break out. All right. We have stalled long enough without talking about the big game this week, Notre Dame at Ohio State, going to Columbus. Our fans in Columbus know – um, are probably listening to this podcast right now. Notre Dame coming in as a 17 and a half point underdog. It looks bleak if you follow the experts. They're all saying they're going to get killed, blown out. What do you think, Mags? What do they have to do to win? How about this? How do we do it this way? What does Notre Dame's offense have to do to beat Ohio State's defense? Well, I think that we just need to play with a lot of maturity that we don't necessarily have. I mean, we have a, still a fairly young offensive line. And I know last year when we were doing the show, we just kept talking about how bad the offensive line was. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So they have gained a little bit more experience. But, you know, Jarrett Patterson's still not 100%. That's true. So you're going to have probably Rocco Spindler filling in for that role. And it scares me that the defensive coordinator for Ohio State is the defensive coordinator from Oklahoma State last year. And he didn't coach the Fiesta Bowl, mm -hmm. but he still – was had an influence on that program that clobbered us on the last game. That but, scares me. But let, let's talk about that for a second, because it wasn't Notre Dame's offense that struggled in that game, though. I mean, Notre Dame's offense was able to score points. Wasn't it 28 to three at one point? Um, so I think that I'm not as afraid of this change that Ohio State had in defense. I think we're going to be able to put up points on this team, um, partially because of how Ohio State plays offense. They're very fast. And so your defense is out there a long time to get tired. I mean, Utah put a ton of points up on them, again, the Rose Bowl. I think we're going to score points. I think we have to run the ball, and I think we have to take, take care of the ball. Don't make stupid mistakes. And, uh, and I think you're right. Maturity is going to be a play a big, big deal. Don't panic. Like, just play steady, and uh, we'll be all right. I think Buckner's going to have to make some plays. Our, our skill guys are going to have to make some plays. But um, Okay, what about our defense against Ohio State's offense? And now when we talk about Ohio State's offense – they have three potential Heisman tro legit Heisman Trophy candidates, uh, from C.J. Stroud, their quarterback, to their running back, to Njigma out there in um, at the wide receiver position. What do they have to do on defense? I would say just play clean in the defensive backs. I have more confidence mm -hmm. in our defense than I do mm -hmm. in our offense just because we have returners like Isaiah Foskey and Bo Bauer right. coming back. Mm -hmm. um, but Brandon Joseph, you know, time to yeah. make his mark. Um, and, yeah. you know, as you were saying, Ohio State does have a strong wide receiver core. That yeah. does scare me quite a bit. Um, mm -hmm. But I just think we need to be, and this might be just like a generalization, just be clean on every single type or mm -hmm. every single part of the game. Because I know mm -hmm. that in the game, um, the festival, Clarence Lewis was struggling. There yeah, were times yeah. where, I don't remember who it was. I remember Clarence Lewis, but DJ Brown. Yeah. Like yeah. our defensive backs struggled. And that was without right. Hamilton. So right. it's kind of a glimpse, hopefully not a glimpse to the future. That's right. I forgot about that. They didn't have Hamilton in that. Um, I would think along those same lines, I think you're absolutely right. They need to tackle really well and they need to keep everything in front of them. You know, if, if Ohio State is going to drive, they're going to drive. 
don't let them, you know, and that's okay even if they don't get point. I think red zone defense, if Ohio State gets it within the 20 and scores touchdowns, we're in big trouble. If you can even hold those to field goals, we'll be all right. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with keeping the people in front of you and tackling. And the one thing that I will also say is uh, two players, Isaiah Foskey and Leah Fowl, um, I, I, I think watch out for Leah Fowl in, in this game. Um, to, to break, you know, he hasn't played in two years. I, and Foskey off the edge, I think he's going to try to make a run at this is why I'm a first-round pick. Um, and we'll see if he can dominate the game. If, if they can disrupt Stroud, tackle well with, like you said, Bauer and um, what's his name, Bertrand and Leah Fow, the linebacking core playing well, Prince Colley maybe getting in there. Um, I think now you're talking um, about a winning combination. I, I think our defense is underestimated. I think we're a talented, talented team on defense, especially. And I think there's not a lot of talk about our defense. There's a lot of talk about Ohio State's offense. Rightly so. They, they have a lot of talented players. But all right. So who are your players of the game? Now that we've yeah. done so, our keys to win. I know that I said earlier that Braden Lindsay was going to be like my breakout wide receiver one. Yeah. But he's not my player I'm choosing today. I'm choosing Lorenzo Styles, And the reason wow. is because he oh, has I... to go with his brother. Yes. Sonny Styles, who reclassified um, in recruiting. He's going to be a freshman this year. He was supposed to be a freshman next year, but he reclassified, and he was between Ohio State and Notre Dame and, of course, chose Ohio State. And I just feel like it's going to get personal, which is my favorite part of the game. So <laughs> I, I'm going to choose Lorenzo Styles to kind of tell him what's what, you know, like remind him that he's the older brother in that situation. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's one of my players of the game. Okay. Um, I'm going to go uh, – I've been talking a lot about Buckner. I think he's going to have a great game. I think he's going to be the player of the game, but on offensive side of the ball. Um, but for kind of a breakout player, I think Tobias Merriweather. I think Merriweather catches a touchdown in this game. Um, we haven't talked about Michael Mayer at all either, but but I'm sure he'll, he'll play a role. But Tobias Merriweather, especially in the red zone, I think it would be really, really valuable. And he's had a great, great camp. So I want to see uh, what the freshman can do in a big, big game. I think he knows no better, so I think he's going to do great. Um, uh, that's my offense player game. Who's your defensive player of the game, Maggie? So this one I did stick pretty close to what I said before, and I said Brandon Joseph. I even wrote next Kyle question mark because that's kind <laughs> wow. of a search I'm going on this wow. season. Yeah. Um, I'll be Maggie's watching the quest. game in my Kyle Hamilton shirt tomorrow. Perfect, perfect. So, um, And he has experience against Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship game with, of course, that um, famous one-handed interception. So right. hopefully you can do that multiple times this time. Right, right. Um, my defensive player of the game is going to be Foskey. I talked about it before. I think uh, he's going to have a great, great game and really be disruptive um, and uh, really show himself as a first-round draft pick. An elite player will be mine. All right, Bags, predictions, predictions. Um, what do you think? What are you thinking? Well, you know I'm not really one for scores. Yes. So I will say that I think it's going to be a tough first game. We're going to have to have lucky plays. Yes. It's an away game. (laughs) Um, But is Maggie going to pick against Notre Uh, Dame finally? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, though, either way, we will have a lot of questions answered, hopefully, about the future of the program after this game. But I'm saying Notre Dame's going to win by a field goal. I don't know how much scoring there's going to be. I'm going to say Notre Dame's going to win by a field goal, and we're going to have our new kicker, who we didn't even talk about. Right. Right. score like the stressful like game yeah. winner like last year at Florida State yeah 
I'm, you know, I'm absolutely with you. I, I actually think the same thing. I think we're going to keep it tight. It's going to come down to a break or two here and there. Um, Ohio State, I'm sure we'll get their breaks. We'll get our breaks, whoever capitalizes more. And I do think it comes down to a field goal. I'm going 45-42. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think both teams are going to score a lot of points. And I think Notre Dame will come out a, a victor. And it will just leapfrog them into just this next era, really, of greatness. It's that important of a game if they win. Um, now, let's talk about a few scenarios. So Notre Dame wins. Obviously, that puts them in the top three. And now you're talking playoff. Even if probably they lose to Clemson at that point. You know, that almost takes that game kind of a little bit off the, you know, his heat. If they win, maybe I ask it that way. If they win, do you think they still have to go undefeated to make the playoff? Hmm. I mean, into... as an Notre Dame fan, I want to say no, they don't have to okay. go undefeated because, um, but I, I'm kind of worried. I'm not, this is going to sound wrong. I'm worried if they win, they're going to take their sights off Clemson, which I don't uh-huh. want to happen. Um, right. And that's what know. scares me about the Clemson game. Yeah. Cause it's kind of so far down the road. Yeah. 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 Um, but I would say that, they well, I, I just always want them to be undefeated. So I would say, well, would say yes, sure. they do have to be undefeated because I don't know where Clemson's going to be at that point in their season. I, I mean, if they, and if they end up undefeated, they're number one. I mean, there, there's no doubt if they beat Ohio State at Ohio State, beat Clemson, and then beat USC, a pretty good USC team down the road, and plus all the other teams that we're ignoring right now, um, they will be number one most likely going into the playoffs. I can't see them even uh, over out in Alabama or over in Georgia because I don't know that they'll be undefeated either. Um, so what if they, okay, so now what if they get, what if, let's take the, let's take the worst case now. That's the best case. Let's go to worst case. What if they get blown out? Where does that leave them? Do you think? What if they lose by 30 or what if they lose by 20, 25, 25? I think then you have to go, you have to go undefeated. Um, and even then, do you think they get in or do you think that'll just stick with them all year? Well, I could see Ohio state also being in the playoff. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't, the thing is that I don't see a lot of teams like I can't picture the top four I, I figure that Georgia will be up there I figure that Alabama and Ohio State will be up there and I guess we could sneak in on that fourth team depending on how that Clemson game goes that could be the decider Clemson could end up fifth if we beat them mm-hmm. you right. know so right. I would say definitely sense. undefeated um, but I think also it's like people give us benefit of the doubt it was the first game it's a tough game we're yeah. not favored to win um, right but so, I mean, if they get blown out, it could be the, the whole, all the, the voices from the, you know, the, oh, this is the same old Notre Dame. They're not an elite team. They're way overrated, um, are going to start to come out. That's true. Oh. <laughs> no, it's true that that's going to happen. Those, those yeah, voices aren't yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Well, right. Um, so, okay. So, it, and then what if it's a really tight game? Where do you think that leaves Notre Dame? Like, like they lose, what if they lose by a field goal? I mean, you still, have to go, you still have to go undefeated, but right. I think that, I think if we lose, no matter what, there are going to be those, whether it's by like really? 20 or by three, mm. I think that people just love hating Notre Dame. Well, that's true. But I think if it's tight, I think we're going to earn a lot of respect. I think the, the, the worst they can do, or the, the mo- only real except the, the, I guess the most, I don't know how to say this, but the least acceptable result would be a close loss if they get blown out that we got trouble and it just i think it's gonna be problematic but we'll see tomorrow excited tomorrow 4 30 my time 7 30 your time maggie do you have plans for the game i'll be sitting in my dorm room my my roommate might watch with me we'll see 
Awesome. Are you going to project it or are you just going to just watch off the computer? Probably just watch off the computer. Maybe I'll see if the living room's available. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to be, yep. I'm going to be on the edge of my seat the whole game. Um, So uh, we were going to, we're slightly running out of time. So let's, we're going to jump into picks right now. We can, we were going to talk about some conference thing. Did you see they went to a 12 team playoff today, Maggie? Did you see that? I did see that. I think that's supposed to start in 2024 at the earliest. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll have to talk about that next time. I'll leave that on the list because I'd love to talk about 12-team playoff where that that actually, I don't know if that favors Notre Dame or doesn't. I have some thoughts about that. Um, but let's get into the picks. Okay, so Notre Dame-Ohio State is definitely the most interesting game, but we, we know what we're picking there. So right. um, I would say another game that's going on is Oregon versus Georgia. Okay, love that one. Mm-hmm. Big one. Um, is it at Georgia or is that like a neutral site, I think, right? I think it might be, is it in, in Atlanta? Atlanta? I think it yeah. might be in Atlanta. This isn't really a neutral state. Okay. Okay. Oregon, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going with Georgia. I don't like Bo Nix. Okay. Uh, and I, I used to be an Oregon fan. I still kind of am, I guess. But I just feel like Georgia is just going to have a really strong season. So yeah. yeah. Well, so here's the thing with Georgia. You know, they lost a ton of players on their, on their defensive side. Um, they're probably replaced by other blue chip people. I'm still going Georgia, um, but I think it might be closer than people think. And I actually am same for you. Same as your reasoning. I don't believe in Bo Nix. <laughs> so um, that's why I'm going Georgia as well. All right. Um, and then the next game we have is Cincinnati versus Arkansas. Kind mm-hmm. of an interesting game. It is. Uh-huh. I'm mm-hmm. very interested in this one. Yeah. You can go pick first. I am going to go, geez, I'm going to go. Arkansas, although I think again it might be closer than people think, because like Arkansas is like a six point, seven point favorite, something like that. Um, so I'm gonna go Arkansas, but man, I think it might be close. I just don't know what Cincinnati is anymore. You know, they lost again another team that lost a lot of players to the NFL last year. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous we're gonna have very aligned picks this. Well, that's week. okay. Um, but I'm also season. gonna I'm gonna go with Arkansas because I mean you lose your quarterback. Yeah, and you lose right. like Sauce Gardner, I right? Just and against against an Kobe SEC Bryant team, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, Arkansas, yeah, I agree. Um, the next game we have is Boston College versus Rutgers, kind okay. of an interesting one. The oh, first two were a little bit more yeah. high profile, right? Um, I'm gonna go with Boston College. Phil okay. Dracovic is supposed to have a really good season, yeah, person of the past, right. um, and I don't know, I, I like Phil Dracovic enough. I think it's still weird that he's in college. It just seems yeah, like he's right. been in college forever. Um, <laughs> but I'll go with I'll go with Pete. I'm also going with BC. Did you see what Phil Gajakovic said about Brian Kelly this week? Took a couple shots at him, called him a liar and things like that. I didn't see that, but I just realized oh, I yeah. said Pete. I meant Phil. Yeah, I know. I got you. I got you. <laughs> and they're also talking about Phil Gajakovic. I mean, this could be his year to be. A, he could be the first quarterback taken. In that, there is some talk about that. So that that'll be interesting to watch him go. I, I like him too. I wish it had worked out at Notre Dame. I, I remember him in high school. Obviously, there were other reasons, and he ripped Brian Kelly a little bit this this past week. So it was interesting. All right. Okay, this one's a little off the rails. Houston mm-hmm. versus um, UTSA. Okay, no, that's that's a good game actually. Uh, I'm going uh, Houston. Um, Houston. I was I watched something with Kirk Herbstreit. He said Houston has a wide receiver that's supposed to be one of the most explosive players. I'm going purely on that Houston. I'm also going to go with Houston, okay. um, purely just because I feel like in recent years, years Houston's had a better program than UTSA. Right. Well, I um, don't so know. You, kind of going, those yeah. Roadrunners, they they made a little, they they made some 
headway last year, but I think they might have. Did they lose their coach and he stick around? I don't remember. All right. We're both going to Houston. Okay. Yeah. Um, next, we have a future opponent, BYU okay. versus South Florida. Mm. So I'm going to go with uh, BYU. I don't know. I haven't really kept up with their team since they lost Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. So I don't know a lot of their players, but um, I just feel like they're always kind of like, it's, at least for the first few weeks, kind of in it for some reason. And then they kind yeah. of dip, but yeah. it's the beginning of the season. So who knows? I'm going BYU. I hear South Florida stinks. So um, I'm going with BYU. It's more just a vote against South Florida. So, um, and, and then go ahead. next we have Utah versus Florida. Of course, Florida oh, had a new one. coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Napier. Um, yep. Yeah. What are you going? What are you going with, Maggie? Or is it I'm my gonna, pick? It's your pick. I'm going Florida. Okay. You better go Utah. Yeah, I'm going Utah. Okay. I was gonna go with Florida if you went with Utah, <laughs> um, just because I feel like this one could be maybe a toss yeah, up. Yeah, I think I, it is. People always first same thing with BYU. The first few weeks of the season, I always like, oh, Utah's gonna be in it. Utah, where is this huh? coming from? They never yeah. end in the top. <laughs> I know people so, love Utah. They love Utah this year. Um, I, they're kind of their sleeper pick to make the playoffs. Did, did Desmond Howard put it? In, put them in his wacky four, whatever that was. That was a no. Mess. I think he put Pitt in instead. Oh God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> After last night's game, oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. So, but I think in the swamp, I'm going Florida. You got any more? You want to pick one more? There's one more. Um, All right, it's great. a future opponent. It's okay. North Carolina versus Appalachian State. Oh, good one. That's a good one. Better mm-hmm. than people think. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you got? It's your chip pick. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Apple, Apple yeah. State. It's not. A, I mean, they're a one point favorite. I think they're the favorite. Yeah, I, I like that, Mac Brown. Um, that being, yeah. But uh, I don't know if Sam Howell left. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm gauging this time on well, picks as quarterbacks. That being said, I'm going with UNC. Yeah. Yeah. That's All right. It. All right. Uh, great. Well, Maggie, we have our picks. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I think I was the winner last year, so, but I think you were the winner the year before. So we'll see how this plays out. I like the picks. They're good ones. And we have enough changes. All right, Maggie, big, big week. We will. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to. Good luck, everybody watching this game. It, it could be transcendent. This could be this, like, the week that Notre Dame takes that huge step. The Marcus Freeman era is coming upon us. Um, I can't wait to watch. Uh, Maggie, any last words before we talk? Before we sign off, I don't remember my last sign up, but I'll just oh, say, no. I'll just say, see you on the other side. That's a good one. All right, everybody, go Irish. Thank you for listening. Join us next Friday night for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football.